0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of um, Peculiar Youth Connect. Today, we're still continuing on overcoming fear, but the focus is going to be on you received a bad report, maybe cancer, maybe some kind of diagnosis in your family, and maybe there's even a history of that in your family. It has gone on from generation to generation. How do you overcome that fear of it oh, it's happening to me? Um, today, we're going to delve into, into the scriptures, and we're going to see how do we overcome this? I pray that you're blessed listening to this. Um, Don't forget to join us every Tuesday. The number is 866-313-5666. That's 866-313-5666. Thank you very much and God bless.
1: Been in my family for generations. How can I overcome this this fear? There, this could be cancer, this could be any type of disease that is hereditary, and they've seen it happen to their grandfather, their father, their brother, their sister. They've seen the line and they feel like this is going to happen to me. It's inevitable. So, how do I overcome this, this fear of dying of cancer? It has been in my family for generations. How can I overcome this fear? Pastor Jerry, the floor is
2: Okay. Um, the way I saw this is, um, it, this is more of an anxiety, and uh, while fear sometimes is imminent, is something that you're you're facing right now, anxiety is almost like a delayed fear. So it's like a feeling, a feeling of worry, a feeling of unease, of an imminent event, or something with an uncertain outcome. So if we wanted, you take the example of cancer, this person doesn't have cancer at this point, but they are afraid of it because of, genetics they're afraid of it because of the past that it has been in their family so they think it's going to come to them so there's now this fear that you're living with because it's like oh it can happen anytime it can happen anytime it's happened to my my father it's happened to my grandfather it's definitely coming to me so it's almost like an anxiety and there are many scriptures that tell us that we should not be anxious or worried about anything because anxiety almost slows you down it's like you you're, you're you're preparing for the worst And you've not even gotten to that point yet. So um, scripture from Philippians 4, 6 tells you do not be anxious for or worried uh, about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your requests known to God, your specific requests, if you go by the Amplified, known to God. So you can take this to God in prayer. Um, I was reading Isaiah 35, 4, and it says, Say to those with an anxious or panic-stricken heart, be strong, fear not indeed your God will come with vengeance. For with, with vengeance, The retribution of God will come, but he will save you. We have to be able to place our trust in God and understand that even though this happened in my family in the past, it doesn't mean it's going to repeat itself. We have to stop looking at it that our history is our destiny, because I think that's what it is. We start thinking that what happened in the past is definitely going to repeat itself in the future. And mm-hmm. I look at people that have succeeded in spite of themselves like if you look at um the story of jabez his very name was meant to put him to the ground but what did uh, jabez do they said if you look at first chronicles 4 9 it tells you that he was more honorable than all his brothers so even though his name literally meant sorrow he went to god in prayer mm-hmm. and it made god enlarge his cause and god caused him to succeed so you can the the, the your path might Look as if it's going to dictate your destiny, but you can go to God, who is able to change your future, mm-hmm. and He's able to change the things that may have been written in stone by men. Amen. And if you also Amen. look at uh, in Ruth 4:14, um, you look at the life of Naomi. Naomi should not. Naomi's life literally lost her son, lost her sons, and lost her husband. So technically, she was it. It was over for her. But what do we see in 4:14? God was able to restore, redeem Naomi be, through Ruth. And because of that, people started celebrating her. This uh, In 4.14, it says, Then the woman said to Naomi, Blessed is the Lord, who has not left you without a redeemer. And may his name become famous in Israel. So what I'm trying to say is that if we are redeemed and if we are saved by Jesus Christ, we've already gotten a new birthright. We're no longer dealing with the inheritance of Adam. We're dealing with a new birth right now and because he said by his stripes we are healed and because on the cross he said it's already finished we have to believe that sickness disease everything that came the baggage that we come with when we give ourselves over to christ it's nailed to the cross he has already taken care of it so and that's why it tells in john 8 36 it says so if the son makes you free then you are unquestionably free So we have to go back to the word. We have to believe that our past does not necessarily dictate our future. We have to go back and cover our past with the blood of Jesus. We have to to understand that from the moment we accept Jesus Christ and we believe that that blood has atoned for us, that everything in our past has already been dealt with. And when we start looking at it from that angle, it will be easier for us to face our future knowing that God is in charge of our future. And because he's in charge of our future, the sins of the past don't have to repeat themselves. Amen? And then just continue to focus on the word of God in dealing with scriptures on how to overcome fear. He told Joshua a couple of times, like he said at the beginning, fear is repeated over how many times in the Bible? And he keeps telling us to be strong, to be courageous. So we have to meditate on scriptures to deal with that, to deal with the anxiety, to deal with the worry, to deal with the concern, and know that God is able to do what he said he will do. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Right. Before I ask for any contribution, because time is almost spent, there's a bonus question that I know uh, it's here, but I just feel like I'm going to put it out there and it may actually be something that we'll talk about next week. It says, and I will not have a a biblical view of this, and anyone can answer this question, it says, do you defend yourself when you have been accused? For example, you're at work, you're at school, wherever you may be. Somebody accuses you of doing something. What is the biblical way to handle that? Do you defend yourself? Do you stand up for yourself, or do you say nothing? I guess I've got the last, last language I'm going to use, for lack of a better word, say nothing and allow God to defend you. This is a bonus question. I know we only got 10 minutes left, so the way that feels free to answer this question, then you can answer. Just to let you know, we meet every Tuesday at 9 p.m eastern and we've got about 10 minutes left so this is a bonus question The question is do you defend yourself when you have been accused of something anyone can the floor is open anyone who wants to answer
2: i believe it depends on the situation
1: mm-hmm.
2: so i think there are times where you need to defend yourself and i think there are times that god will will tell you to stay back and he will fight for you. But it really depends on the situation. I really do think that that's a situational thing because you can say, yeah, Jesus was nailed to the cross and he didn't defend himself. But if you also look at Paul, Paul at one point defended himself against um, the Romans who had thrown him in jail. So you have to, it's really a situational thing. And I think you have to just go by how you're being led at that specific time. So I think it's not a general answer per se. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Does anybody else have anything to say about that?
3: Praise the Lord.
1: Praise the Lord. Yes. I think,
3: I think this is something that maybe if we have more time, we can really look into. I think mm-hmm. it's more of a matter of wisdom and um and faith. You know, faith in God's ability to defend is not um, cancelling out your wisdom to defend yourself. I mean defending yourself in this context can um be like no I didn't do it to somebody taking a knife to say, I don't care, I'm gonna cut you into pieces. I mean it, 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 it's 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 what I'm saying. It's not something we can just address like in a few minutes. There are things that are more practical and we need to look into if we have time we're gonna look at this again. But I believe that wisdom um, teaches us to confront the enemy and say no, you know, and then we also know that God is our defender, is the one that defends us. There are things that are beyond us that you have to depend on God to do. There are things that are within your own power and prerogative, and you have to know you know when to stand up against things that the government is trying to throw at your face, so that I think would have to address um whenever God gives us the opportunity
1: yeah, that's true um it says uh, this question is do you defend yourself when you have been accused? I think sometimes um. Sometimes we know what the scripture says that Jesus said that in this world we'll go through tribulations and trials and you know offenses will come to people. That's something that you can't you can't avoid. I also think it's important to know that um, to know that people are going to try and say things about you and a lot of times people talk about you when you, when you don't even know it about yourself. So people will have a certain opinion about you. And the story that catches me is Joseph in the Bible. When Potiphar's wife said, accused him of of basically of rape, and he had the opportunity to defend himself, but he didn't say anything. And then Potiphar's husband got angry and threw him into prison. And I'm looking at his life and every single part of his life when things are happening to him. He's not saying anything to defend himself, you know. Um, And then you look at his, his life and you look at the life of Jesus and everything like that. So this is a question. I know this question is, is something that can be talked more in depth next week and the following weeks, but this is a question that I would like us to think about probably going into next week, and we can prepare for that. It's like when somebody says something about you, if, I want to put this in the non-context of someone attacks you physically and then you have to physically defend yourself. I'm saying when somebody is talking about you, and it's, let's say for the sense of argument, it is false. Do you take it upon yourself to defend yourself or do you allow for God to defend you? Do you take it upon yourself to defend your own honor, defend your own name, your own reputation, or do you allow God to defend you? Because I think there are people that they've gone through situations before in the past and they need, to, they need wisdom and guidance of that. So um, just to recap, today we talked about fear. And we talked about different aspects of fear and how to overcome that. Um, what's the difference between fear and caution? Um, I'm afraid of being alone. How can I trust if people want to be hurt by so many people? Um, we also talked about in the church, people are you feel like people are gossiping about me about you in the church. So therefore, how can I overcome this? We also talked about when it comes to a certain disease or certain hereditary situation that's going on in your in your family. And you believe that this is what your past is saying. You know, I believe now your past is now your destiny. And how do I overcome this? And we also talked about I gave my life to Christ, but then I'm afraid of losing my friends. And how do I overcome this? So I think it's important to know that we have to go back to the Scripture and that the Scripture is the final authority in our lives. So whatever it is that you have heard today, I encourage you to go to the Scriptures yourself. I ask the Holy Spirit as you go to the Scripture, to open the word of God to you because he is the author. So imagine trying to read a book, for example, but instead of reading the book by yourself, you have the author right next to you, able to open up the the pages and tell you what this means and what this is about. Once you give your life to Christ, you have the Holy Spirit in you, and he's able to open up the scriptures to you so that you can understand, so that you can grow, so that you you can actually know him better. So everything that I talk today about fear and everything like that, I want you to go to the Bible, And just open up and see what God has to say about this. Amen. Um, So I want to encourage you today, I want to thank everybody that spoke today, all the panelists from Reverend Dr. Bridget McBetty, to Pastor Catherine Idihere, to Pastor Deryn Osa, and to Sister Natalie Diaz. I want to honor your life, I want to honor what God is doing in your life and I pray that God will continue to give you guys more wisdom, more understanding, more knowledge and you grow in the knowledge and, and love of them. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Alright, so at this time I'd like to ask um Pastor Catherine if you can close us up in prayer, please. Amen.
4: Almighty Father, we just thank you, Lord, even for tonight again and we glorify your name, Lord, because in you is our trust men may trust in chariots but we trust in you jehovah lord god thank you even for this time that we have spent together and we have discussed this topic called fear fear is not of you because every single day lord you tell us do not fear Father, is there anyone who is afraid on this platform? Is there anyone dealing with one form of fear or anxiety on the other Lord? Jehovah, we speak, O oh God, even as one, O oh Lord, and we ask that your spirit, O oh Lord, give them peace. Lord will replace their fear father with faith and with peace of God. Father, we ask, O oh God, that your peace that passeth all understanding, Lord, Father, that you will grant it to each and every one of us wherever we are calling in tonight, O oh Lord. And Father, when we will sleep tonight, O oh Lord, Father, Lord, our sleep will be like that of a little baby who has nothing to worry about but whose trust is in the Lord their maker Lord Father we give you all the glory and we give you all the praise Lord even as we continue in this week oh Lord Father we ask oh God that you go before us oh Lord Father you keep us safe oh Lord even from um, the coronavirus and every flu and every sickness oh Lord uh, Father that we would be Safely hid in you, O oh Lord, and we thank you and we praise your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Oh amen. I want I want to thank you, thank you again for joining us today at On Peculiar Youth Connect on um, this forum. Um, I want to encourage you to join again next week. People that weren't on the line, I tell them to join online and to they can act, they can submit their questions at org. I want to thank all the panelists and as you go I pray that God's face shine upon you I pray that his mercy and his goodness will follow you all the days of your life I cover your family I cover your business I cover everything that concerns you with the blood of Jesus thank you for god joining you. have a good night god bless you god
3: bless you, god bless you. good night good night
0: Amen. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Overcoming Fear on based on bad report. Um, we pray that as you listen to this, I pray that you are blessed. I pray that God will strengthen you. And I also pray that every anything that is standing in your way as an obstacle, I pray that you sow into the Word of God. Because the Word of God gives you faith to overcome any mountain that is in front of you. In fact, the Bible says, if you see this mountain, if you have faith as, as little as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thrown into the sea and it will be thrown into the sea. So I want to thank you again for listening. Join us again every Tuesday number is 866-313-5666. God bless you. Take care. We love you.